Hey, it's me, Eddie B. And you're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Have a great day. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of Pro Wrestling Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie B. for you today with March Madness Action, NASCAR and No Prep Racing Talk, NBA Playoff Breakdown, PGA Winner, and you guessed it, you're listening to the best breakfast, wrestling, sports, podcast. On your Fridays, it's the E's and B's podcast. You're gonna get one. 
Friday. Thanks for joining us again here on this beautiful Friday, March 18th, 2022. How it do? We've got a stacked card for you today. As you can tell, we're definitely themed breakfast all day here on this Friday. So much to talk about. You know the drill. Get the heat up, crack them eggs, and it's time to get to the sunny side. Man, oh man, coming off an exciting week and, of course, an exciting start to the weekend. As you all know, right here on the E's and B's, it's March Madness time. Get your dancing shoes on. We've already had a whole day of madness yesterday, kicking it off. And, of course, the play-in games obviously started there Tuesday and Wednesday with my Hoosiers knocking off the Wyoming Cowboys. Very, very cool to see, and very, very cool to see this whole thing starting off. And, of course, always as it is every year in March Madness, there will be a Cinderella team. And we've already seen some big, big upsets. But before we get to that, let's get to what happened last weekend. That's right, there in the PGA world as, uh, well, we talked about it here on the E's and B's. It was going to be a wet one, and it was a wet one for the players Unfortunately for them, not being able to play the four days consecutively, you know, that might have put a crimp in some of the golfer's style. Definitely uh, changed things up for, the obviously, some of the grounds crewmen there at the players. But in the end, they finally got it all in with an extra day getting it done there on Monday. Uh, you know, five days of cold, wet weather uh, definitely did not go very well for the big favorites. But in the end, the Australian, that's right, Cameron Smith, getting his first big PGA win. Congratulations to him, shooting a 13 under. That's right, winning by just a one stroke over uh, a couple players there at the end. So congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's podcast. And as you know, with the players now set and over with, that puts our sights forward on what's coming up next, and that's the Masters. I know the big rumblings are already talking about will Tiger be playing this year in the Masters. We know we see him just a few few weeks back playing with his son. You know, not a full round. Obviously, wasn't walking the whole course. A lot, a lot to go with it. But it was brought to my attention by one of my buddies that the the betting line already has been going up and down on Tiger, whether he'll play or not. You can put money down, and if Tiger Woods does not play. In the Masters, you'll get your money back, folks. You might want to look into that. I'm not saying he's going to come back and win, but who ne- you never know. We've seen crazier miracles, and I know we're going to see some crazier miracles going forward. But let's talk about what happened last weekend, switching over, get into the car, get back on the track, and talk some NASCAR. That's right. We know they were down there in the desert last weekend in Phoenix, and uh, five wide from the green flag till the end. That's how they run them there. If you did not see it, go back, check it out. It's always on your edge racing in Phoenix, in my opinion. Not one of my favorite tracks to watch, but it is cool to see them guys dive down uh, below that white and yellow line. 
there on the starts going into turn one, making it very interesting to see who's going to hold and who's going to give. Uh, but in the end, we got yet another first winner in the Cup Series and another first-time winner this year, making it four times winners changing this year, making it four different winners this year. That's right. But getting his first Cup win in the number 14 machine, it was Chase Briscoe. Congratulations to him and Tony Stewart, as uh, Tony Stewart had one heck of a weekend last weekend all the way around. We'll talk a little bit more about that here in just a second. But obviously, uh, Briscoe holding off the number one machine of Ross Chastain and the number eight machine of Tyler Reddick. And I got to say, folks, keep your eyes out on Reddick. I'm telling you, he is on the door of getting his first cup win. I think it'll happen very, very soon. He's super aggressive and always seems to be there when it counts. We'll keep our eye out this weekend as well. They're going to the fastest track on the circuit. That's right. They're going to Atlanta, folks. And Atlanta's got a new surface. So it's going to be very, very interesting as they're trying to make it more like a Daytona-style race. We'll have to see. The rumor has been in all the test sessions prior leading up to this weekend, the grooves are very narrow. There's only one groove on the lower level. No one has been trying the outside line, so it'll be interesting to see what goes down this weekend. I know one of my father's favorite tracks. That's right, Atlanta Motor Speedway. Make sure to check us out next week. We'll give you guys all the winners, losers, and big stories coming out of NASCAR. Now, like I said, Tony Stewart coming off a huge, huge weekend last weekend. The reason why? Well, none other than getting his first Wally. That's right, the NHRA team, Tony Stewart Racing, getting a funny car Wally last weekend for his very, very first time. So congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's. And I just thought it was very, very cool to see someone not only from my home state, but someone that's a very huge face in the whole entire racing world. Um, you know, he's dipped his toes into something new and already seeing success. That just shows you uh, his worth ethic, his team, and what everybody puts in for him. Um, that just shows you what kind of guy he is, and I, I can't wait to see how many more. So congratulations to Matt Hagen getting his first Wally there in Florida last weekend for Tony Stewart Racing. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. In the racing world, let's switch it over to some note prep. That's right. Back on the streets and back at the track. Last weekend, we had some action going down there. As we talked here on the E's and B's, that's right. Limpy's show going on. Capital Raceway. Now, I got to say, not very much footage of this, but it's not his fault. Hey, we can't blame the guy. We got to give that guy all the love we can for everything he does. Because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be talking to you about what did happen. So, uh, unfortunately, it was very, very windy there where he was at last weekend in Alabama. Uh, he only had just the tire crack camera with a helper. And we uh, thank that man as well for letting us at least get some kind of footage. But in the end, it came down to some very, very good racing. And I got to give another huge, and I do mean huge, shout out to some of my hometown boys. That's right. The Mac boys as man, oh man, they are showing up strong. Bigger, better, and faster than ever. Each and every track or street they go to. And I just want to give a big, big shout out to them. As last weekend down there at Limpy's Race, they were they were there in mass numbers. And they were pretty much in every single final, unfortunately for them. 
They didn't get the big win when it counted. Holding him off and getting a big win last weekend was none other than Jake Boswell. Congratulations to Jake as he held off Johnny Cash in the small tire final. What a race it was. Johnny Cash guessing on the light, you know, making it a race. But uh, as I say there, Jake Boswell pulling it off at the line there, getting the win and the money at Limpy's race. So congratulations to him and his team. Cannot wait to see some more no prep, small tire racing. And I'm not going to have to wait very long, and neither are you, folks, as long as you guys go out there. Hey, give Pennywise Racing and Media a follow. Go give Limpy a follow, and go give Bang That Light a follow. You will not miss out on any action. Also, don't forget about our, our friends at Stripper Glitter, Stage Line, and Spool Media as well, folks. That's all of your no prep action. If you're not checking those guys out, you're missing out. That's my opinion. But going down this weekend, folks, as long as the weather holds out, and I'm knocking on wood right now for you, starting today and going through tomorrow, and I do have Sunday for a rain day if needed, it's the warm-up, that's right, down there at Shady Side Dragway, it's Carolina Cash Days, Corey Stamper and, and friends putting on yet another big no prep small tire show, folks, do not miss it, there'll be plenty of live feed going on as long as the weather holds out. And you know the drill. We'll have all the winners, losers, and big stories right here on the E's and B's podcast next week. And I got a very special announcement to make right now. My guest next week, folks, one of those guys that's going to be doing some racing this weekend. That's right. None other than Bubba Phillips. That's right. He'll be right here on the E's and B's next week to tell his story and talk about what he's got going on this year and where we can find him at. So make sure you guys tune in next week. That's right, going down on the E's and B's, it's Bubba Phillips. Don't miss it. Last thing I got here on the racing side before we switch up on the sunny side here is I uh, just want to quick remind you, we're just three weeks away, folks. That's right, the big boys will be back at the track traveling nationwide as MPK Season 5 will kick off down there in Florida. Do not miss it. Jupiter, Florida, race one. Season 5, we'll have all the stories leading up to that. We're going to try to get our buddy Steve from Scott Taylor Motorsports on the show to talk a little bit about their season and what he expects going forward as it's going to be a crazy, crazy long season. Bunch of new cars, bunch of new people, and maybe some new teams to talk about and much, much more. So stay tuned. Coming up in just two weeks, we're going to hopefully get Steve in on this. If not, I'll be breaking it down myself, but we'll be talking about No Prep Kings season five you don't want to miss it all right with that let's go from the racetrack to the hardwood one at a time one at a time total team effort but i'm telling you guys stay the course stay the course man you gotta you gotta believe in each other and believe in the process man Great, great words from the man that's turning things around in my home state. But, like we said, thanks kicking off there in March Madness on Tuesday and Wednesday, playing games. The Hoosiers and Texas Southern being the first two winners there on Tuesday. Wednesday followed up by Wright State and Notre Dame knocking off Rutgers in an overtime killer. What a way to get things started. And then, of course, like we said, starting last night, or excuse me, starting yesterday morning, the full slate of round one underway. Big games. 
We won't talk about any winners or losers right now because obviously we've got a whole weekend to go. We do know, like I said, there are some big upsets. One of the biggest ones I will say right now, Iowa. The Hawkeyes are flying no more. That's right. They've been shot down, knocked out. Richmond putting them, sending them back on the bus, heading home. So congratulations to the Richmond Spiders as they have been, so far, the biggest upset and bracket buster going into this year's March Madness. I cannot wait, folks. Let us know out there who you guys got. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell someone about the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Fridays. Folks, it's so, so much going on here in March Madness. Let us know who you think is going to be there in the Final Four. Also, make sure you guys pay attention to the YouTube page going down this weekend. We'll talk a little bit more about it in the toast. But we're going to have a March Madness giveaway with some very, very cool stuff. And yes, it's not going to be just wrestling stuff, folks. So make sure you guys pay attention. The video will be dropping this weekend. And uh, we'll give you guys a whole one week to uh, get in there and be eligible to win. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. All right, keeping it going here on the sunny side up and keeping it on the hardwood. That's right. Let's talk about the NBA playoffs. That's right, folks. From his teammates, and he's going to make his way over to Katie Storm. All right, Katie Storm, take it away. Got the game ball in hand. Carl, 60 points, a franchise record, the highest uh, in the NBA this season in a career high for you. Just let it happen. I know it's coming. I see Ann behind me. I'm going to just back up. out there tonight? Uh, I just felt good. You know, um, I knew Nas was out. Uh, I understood how the game was going to go. Uh, you know, it's crazy. I, I, I didn't even feel my best today. I thought that it was going to be a rough day for me. It just it was tired, you know, long road trip, long season. You know, I don't miss games, so body was just wearing down on me. But I don't know, man, you know, mom looking down on me, good rest, good family, good support system. I came out here. I felt really good. I told coach I felt really good. And when I heard Nas was out, I was like, man, I got to get 50. And here comes D'Lo. There you have it. Congratulations to Big Cat scoring 60 points. And things are heating up in the NBA. That's right. The playoff race is on. And uh, not only did Carl Anthony Towns there score 60 points this week, we also had Kyrie Irving dropping 60 and on his birthday, Steph Curry dropping 47. Unfortunately for him, bad, bad news. Uh, just a couple nights ago, going down with a foot injury. He will be out for some time, and that could definitely, definitely hurt some things out there in the West for those Golden State Warriors. But let's break down how things are right now in the NBA with just three and a half weeks of basketball left to go, under 15 games for some teams. It's going to be a nail-biter all the way down. And like I said, things are heating up with all those players going off, including the reigning, defending MVP, the Joker himself from right here in Denver. He's definitely on a roll. Keep an eye out for him. Him and Embiid going back and forth. Those two guys are unbelievable. Uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how the voting system goes down for this year's MVP race between those two. But we'll talk more about that as we get closer. 
Let's break down the Eastern Conference, starting off with number 10. That's going to be the Charlotte Hornets. The ninth place, Atlanta Hawks. Eighth place, Brooklyn Nets. Seventh place, Toronto. Sixth place, Cleveland. Fifth place, Boston. Fourth place, Chicago. Third place, Philadelphia. Second place, Milwaukee. And holding down, as it stands, the number one spot in the East is your Miami Heat, folks. On the outside, looking in with just a few games to go. Like we talked about, the Wizards and Knicks, they still could shake things up down there in the bottom. Of course, as you remember, we have those play-in games. We'll talk more about that as we get closer to the playoffs because we know those could determine a lot of things. We've definitely seen the Fakers last year in the play-in game definitely determine their fate. we also seen some other teams come out of the playoff, play-in game excuse me, and, and play themselves into a decent little couple round uh, uh, play-in run or playoff run, I might say. So we'll definitely keep an eye on those playing or playing games and those teams that are on the outside looking in. Let's switch up to the Western Conference. How about the 10th seed, New Orleans? Ninth seed is your LA Fakers. Eighth seed, Clippers. Seventh seed, Minnesota. Sixth seed, Nuggets. Fifth seed, Dallas. Fourth seed, Utah. Third seed, like we were just talking, the Golden State Warriors. Second seed is Memphis and holding down. The number one seed out in the West, and they were badass last year, and they're right doing it again this year. It's the Phoenix Suns, folks. That's how it stands. On the outside looking in in the West, it's going to be Portland, Sacramento, and San Antonio. Those three teams could definitely shake up those 9 and 10 spots. The Lakers definitely have been struggling as of late. Well, we'll see if they can hang on and get into the play-in and maybe make some noise. If not, it'll definitely be interesting offseason there. In L.A., we'll keep our eyes and ears to the ground for that. But make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. Let us know who you got going forward in the playoffs, who you think is going to make the biggest run, and who do you want to be MVP. Well, with that, folks, that's going to wrap up this week's Sunny Side. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to jump into the meet. We're going to pay some tribute. That's right, folks, a fallen professional wrestling legend passed away this last week and we're going to pay tribute to him next on the E's and B's podcast.
If you asked Razor how he was doing, the standard response was, better than you, Chico. I learned that when I stepped through that curtain, that I could have a relationship as a performer with an audience. And it was a powerful thing to me, whether I was the hated villain or the beloved hero. And that was something that I've always treasured. So thank you to all the wrestling fans here. fans watching around the world. Very, very powerful words from now the late, great Hall of Famer, Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon. Folks, this week here on The Meet, we're going to be paying tribute to the fallen hero, wrestling legend Scott Hall, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers growing up as a child. First drawn to him, obviously, because this man was billed from Miami, Florida, and you know my history. But let's talk, in, let's talk a little bit about his history. Uh, Scott Hall started wrestling in 1984. Uh, he started off in the NWA, in the AWA, way back in 84. Scott Hall had a very long career, uh, definitely going to several promotions. First off, signing in the WWE in 1992, as you know, as Razor Ramon. Of course, you heard the theme music there at the beginning. Uh, he had a very uh, short career there at the WWF because he didn't stay but four years. That's right, in 1996, Scott Hall moved from WWF at the time to WCW. And as you heard in the opening, obviously, he created the ever so famous and never forgetful greatest fraction known to man in the wrestling world ever in NWO with his partners Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash and of course many many other members uh, throughout the years but he was in the WCW from 1996 to 2000 of course you know the history I don't need to break it down for you when WWE buys out WCW and then they uh, of course merge later on or after he left WWE CW there in 2000, he had a little short run of some other promotions like New Japan Pro Wrestling, ECW, and TNA where he showed a little stint there with Kevin Nash as, of course, the, the famous tag team that they were, the Outsiders. Scott Hall 
was known for just a few names in the ring. If you didn't know, let me give you a list of those, starting off with his very first name, folks. One of the ones that probably not very many people would know unless they looked up his history, and that is none other than the American Starship Coyote. Yeah, that's right, folks. That was Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, as we know, his very first ring name, American Starship Coyote. I don't know where that came from. I would love to hear the history on that. Very interesting. And then another one that you might not know was Texas Scott. Uh, those were four names that he uh, entered the ropes with throughout his career. Very, very amazing career he, he had. And he, as you know, changed a lot of people's lives. He also himself had a very, very tough life. It's been well documented. You can go back and check out DDP's Resurrection or any of his biographies that has anything to do with what he's got going on right now in his life. And I'll tell you, if Jake the Snake and Scott Hall weren't involved, I'd be surprised because those were two people he took underneath his wing and honestly gave us wrestling fans uh, at least another five years with, with these guys because, let's face it, they were going down the wrong path for a very long time. And unfortunately, that's put us where we are today. But we're not here to talk about the sorrow or sadness. We're here to talk about his career and his life, some of the great things he did, he had some outstanding matches there in his early start in WWF with the names of Shawn Michaels and others. He was known to be the only big name from back in the day that never got the chance to win the big title. That's right. He was never a heavyweight champion, folks. But let's break down the titles he did hold. How about he was the four-time Intercontinental Champion. He was a two-time U.S. Champion a one-time WCW TV champ, and a nine-time tag team champion, obviously there with his partner, Kevin Nash. And of course, like we said, he never held a heavyweight title. He did wear, did wear gold uh, tag titles there in TNA for a short stint. And, and you know, as the, the myth, the legend always goes, you don't have to be the heavyweight champion to be over or be on top or to have the push. And Razor Ramon, in my eyes, folks, or Scott Hall, whichever way you'd like to look at it, he definitely was uh, the one that held that candle high and, and definitely entertained many. And I could say this, I would never bat an eye because he's never held that, that heavyweight championship. His career, in my eyes, has been outstanding, and there will never, ever be another Scott Hall. Hey, yo. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate every one of you Hulkamaniacs for life, brother. Um, a short while ago, a good friend of mine just passed away, Scott Hall. So in Jesus' name I pray, thank you God for taking care of my brother. He took care of me when I was down and out. Everybody thought Hulkamania was dead, Scott Hall resurrected me he put me back on the map i love him so much i can't even explain it to you he had a bunch of faults he had a bunch of faults but he was a good guy anyway i just want everybody to know that we're in, he's in our thoughts and prayers tonight and he just passed i had a real hard time getting my act together and getting over here but Bad, well, I love you too, baby. But bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Yeah! Okay? 
bad guy, Scott Hall, that took, hey, yo, was right, mother. For the, for, the, for the original bad guy that took Hulk Hogan and taught Hollywood how to be a bad guy, I got nothing for love for life, brothers, all right? To Miami Beach, Florida, with Razor Ramon. Take a look at Razor Ramon. I'm living the good life, man. Me, I know how to relax, chico. I'm living I like a king. Night. I call you, never call me back. I thought we have something going. No, chica, you don't understand. You have something. You have a good time. I'm through with you now. Get out of here. I'm through with you. Adios. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Scott Hall, gone, but never forgotten. Our thoughts and prayers are with all of his friends and family members and everyone in the wrestling community in this tough, tough time. The best quote ever said from that man, bad times don't last. But bad guys do. It's my favorite part of the show. It's time to talk some wrestling. Hey, yo. What you're looking at right now is the happiest Canadian camper in the world. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's official. I am going to WrestleMania! And uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not just going to WrestleMania. I am going to the main event of WrestleMania Saturday because my guest on that night for the KO show is none other than the greatest of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin. There you have it. Things heating up in the wrestling world over there at WWE just a couple weeks away from the biggest, that's right, 
the Super Bowl, the World Series of Wrestling. It's WrestleMania going down in Dallas, Texas, folks. And they're building up all these matches, getting us hyped. And as you heard there in that promo on Monday night, Kevin Owens in a match against his buddy, his pal, his friend. That's right, Seth Rollins. And the winner of the match was going to actually get the opportunity to interview Stone Cold Steve Austin on Saturday. And as you heard it, it's going to be Kevin Owens. We knew it was going to be Kevin Owens. As we talked several weeks ago when it first broke, we knew that Stone Cold had mentioned that if he was going to have one more match, it was going to be with a Canadian. Well, obviously we know Owens being that now. So very interesting stuff as we got just a couple more weeks to get this story brewing a little bit hotter as we like it here on the E's and B's. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell someone about the best breakfast wrestling and sport podcast on your Fridays. Folks, it's very exciting times there at WWE, as we all know. Of course, with all the crazy stuff been going on there, it's hard not to overshadow that. You know, obviously, too, the talk of Cody Rhodes possibly making the appearance at WrestleMania. As we now know, they've been throwing some dashing hints around each and every episode, whether it's Raw or SmackDown. And it seems like now Seth Rollins will be probably facing him at WrestleMania. They've only got two more weeks to kind of let the cat out of the bag or build that surprise. It will be interesting to see uh, there on Monday. Also, we got the new Edge. That's right, Edge changing his personality, his looks, and his music. Uh, very interesting. I'm not too sold on it just yet myself, but we'll wait and see. As we know, he's drawing uh, the best out of AJ Styles leading up to WrestleMania. That might steal the show. Definitely keep your eyes on that match. As you know, we'll break down the WrestleMania card here in just two weeks on the podcast, letting you know who we think is going to be winning and who we think is going to steal the show. Also there on Monday night, they had uh, another build-up for another match there at WrestleMania. That's right, as Finn Balor and Damian Priest going back at it. Of course, Damian Priest losing the belt just uh, prior weeks back to Finn Balor. Of course, we'll have to see if now he wins it back at WrestleMania. Very, very interesting stuff. So like I said, folks, a lot of, lot of cool things going on in WWE. And uh, they're building up. It's going to be hotter and better than ever, they, they claim. We'll have to wait and see. We'll definitely have our opinion going forward. Over there on Tuesday night on NXT, they had a couple guest appearances. That's right, folks. Some people from the big brand trinkle them down. I don't know if it's uh, maybe TV time they're lacking or if they're actually doing the right thing and going down there and helping train some of these younger talents and, and bringing them around to maybe be that big star in the future. Uh, some of those names that dropped down, we know Miz uh, there on Tuesday night and along with the Mysterios. Also rumored Rey Mysterio's last match just around the corner. So we're going to keep our eyes on that as we know he was the face of the new game that just dropped. Hey, folks, if you had not got that, go grab that. That's 2K22. Uh, the daughters and I, we've been playing it uh, a little bit here. We just got it about a week ago. It's very, very good. Way better than the, the last one they came out with. So if you don't if you don't have it, go out and snag that up if you're a big wrestling fan. I, I definitely suggest it. Uh, that's all I got there on the WWE world. Let's switch the channel over to the other promotion. Think about this. The Earth has been around for four and a half billion years 
and yet you are lucky enough to be alive during the Chris Jericho era. How fortunate are you, right? You're welcome for that. Think about this, too. For over 30 years, you have been living vicariously through me as I take you through classic five-star matches, riveting promos, angles and storylines you'll never forget. Hell, I even built companies, including this one. There you have it there on the other channel, Wednesday Night Dynamite, St. Patty's Smash. That's right, as they had a very special episode going down in San Antonio, home of the Thunder Rosa. That's right, she was in the main event. We'll get to that in just a second. But as you heard, Jericho and the Appreciation Society uh, making a statement there on Wednesday night. He's definitely patting himself on the back, but I gotta say, I love it. Very, very interesting. I wasn't sure where this was going to go. These guys come out dressed up, looking like they're they're there for something else. And as we know, they are now calling themselves sports entertainers. And uh, the crowd was not having it. Not very happy. And uh, it's going to be very cool to see where this thing goes. Uh, once again... Congratulations to Chris Jericho on creating yet another gimmick or or fraction or whatever you want to call it. The man is just greatness, and he's been like that since day one. Uh, Other things that happened there on Wednesday night on a stacked show, we had the debut of the Hardy Brothers. That's right, the crowd blowing the roof off that place as they took on Private Party and got the win and then uh, got surrounded by the his former fraction, that's right, the Andrade fraction, whatever it's called these days. Sting and Darby coming to ring to help out, making sure nothing happened. I know they're still trying to build that uh, Jeff Hardy and Darby match. We'll definitely see that in the near, near future, in my opinion, but that's how that one shook out. Also, we got the TNT title on the line there Wednesday as Scorpio Sky coming to ring with not just Dan Lambert, he also had Paige Van Zant. Her husband definitely was very distracting, and I called it before the match started. I knew it was going to happen. There was no way the belt was going to switch hands. It was just too soon, and also I knew that with Warlow sticking his nose in in MJF's match, it was going to come back to haunt him, and it did as Sean Spears and MJF spoiling the party there for Warlow as he had that thing wrapped up. He had the belt in his hands. All he needed to do was get the pin. Instead, gets distracted. Gets hit with the diamond ring, and there you have it. Scorpio Sky, still TNT champion, but it does build this new storyline that we've all been waiting for, and i got to say, I cannot wait because I tell you what, it's probably going to be going down at double or nothing, and i got, and I got news for you. We're going to be at double or nothing dynamite. That's right. They're in Vegas. LB and I just got our tickets last week. I got chills on my arms just talking about it. We're going to be there at the Go Home Show in Vegas, baby. My first time. I cannot wait. We'll have a lot more going forward, talking about that here in just a near uh, couple months. Obviously, going down at the end of May. You don't want to miss it. We're going to have all kinds of cool stuff leading up to that. LB and I will be there on on scene. We'll have the GoPro rolling, some live feed action, whatever we can get in. And we'll definitely let you guys in on it as well. So don't miss that. Miss out. We'll be talking a lot more about that going forward. 
And uh, the last couple things I want to talk about here that happened on Dynamite there on Wednesday. How about the, the six-man match between Red Dragon Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy Luchasaurus, the heavyweight champion, Hangman Adam Page. Uh, a fantastic match, in my opinion, folks. Go back, check it out. Uh, it definitely had its moments, for sure, where everybody got their shit in. But I got to say, very entertaining and, and uh, definitely uh, pleased the crowd as well. But in the end, Red Dragon and Cole sneaking out the win. We'll have to see what this means going forward. As we know, both the the tag title and the heavyweight title probably will be on the line there at Double or Nothing. Also there on Wednesday night, another match you must go back and see. It was John Moxley and Brian Danielson taking on Willard Utah and Chuck Daniels and or excuse me, Chuck Taylor. And let me tell you, they laid it to him. Putting in the boots, the forearms. It was stiff, folks. A very stiff match in the end. Obviously, Moxley and Daniel Bryanson getting the win. Willer Utah coming back to the ring. And the highlight of the night for me, William Regal laying the right hand right across his face and slapping the dog crap out of him. Uh, very interesting stuff. Who knows? Willer Utah could be their first recruit. We'll keep our eyes on that as well. Last thing there on Wednesday, obviously, was the excuse me, the women's heavyweight championship on the line in a steel cage match in San Antonio, hometown of the challenger there, Thunder Rosa, going up against the champion, Britt Baker, and in the end, another classic. I got to say, though, this is my opinion, my opinion only. The first one was better. But we have now a new Women's AEW Champion, congratulations to Thunder Rosa and a very, very awesome story leading up to this point. And obviously she's winning the title right there in front of all of her friends and family from Mexico. Uh, I knew it going into that. I gotta, I gotta say the cat was out of the bag Friday morning, or excuse me, Wednesday morning there on Busted Open as she was a guest. And, and I could just tell it in her voice and the things they were saying. I knew it. The writing was on the wall. She was going to win this match, and just I knew it. And I let LB know that, and obviously that's what happened. We got a little bit of everything in that match. Make sure you guys go back, check that out. Give those women some love. Some very good stuff building up there on St. Patty's Day. Smash on AEW. We'll check out what's going down tonight after the NCAA March Madness. Of course, Rampage playing after that. So obviously it will be a taped event tonight. We'll have all the news Winners, losers, and everything you need to know, wrestling style, leading up next week right here on the E's and B's. Last thing I got here on the scramble, before I get to the toast, I want to give a huge shout-out to all the wrestlers there at Rocky Mountain Pro for a very, very awesome last weekend there at Ball Arena. Rumble in the Rockies. Three days' worth of wrestling in front of all kinds of people. Congratulations to all the winners out there. Congratulations to everyone that got to Step inside those ropes and put on an awesome show for all the fans. So a big, big shout-out to all the wrestlers there at Rocky Mountain Pro. Like I always say, the best wrestling here in Colorado and the best wrestling on Twitch. Make sure you go check them out, Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling. Let them know that Eddie B. from the E's and B's podcast sent you. Well, with that, folks, that wraps up the scramble. Normally, I'd be telling you, stick around. Coming up next, I'm going to get her in here. Well, she's under the weather this week, folks. I'm rolling solo. That's right. 
Nobody riding shotgun but me. I've got the toast and everything else you need to know coming up next. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast, baby. Everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jam, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. Very, very strange toast this week. Obviously running solo. A few of us here under the weather at the E's and B's compound. We hope a very fast and healthy recovery to obviously LB and the wrestling sisters. Uh, good thing they're on spring break this week. Definitely a little extra time to recover for them. So very, very cool stuff. So I'll be running down the toast this week by myself. We'll start it on off with, like we always do, let's get those shout-outs in. I want to get a big shout-out to Pennywise Racing and Media's Robert Smith. Also a shout-out to Bang That Light and Destry Turner. Shout-out to Carolina Performance and Dinos, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout-out to Limpy. Shout-out to Scott Taylor Motorsports. Shout-out to Spool Media. Shout-out to Bubba Phillips. Shout-out to SRC. Shout-out to Drag or Die. Shout-out to Ohio Grudge. A shout-out to Rocky Mountain Pro. Shout-out to Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, and all those wrestlers there. Shout-out to OVW. Shout-out to Hollywood. Haley J. Shout-out to my boys, Neil, Tony, Brian, and a very special shout-out to my boy Ty. Buddy, I'm going to miss you. Uh, I know you're going back home, and uh, there's nothing we can do about it, but I can't. Wait to see you back here so we can hang out in the future. Uh, I wish nothing but the best for you and your family going forward. Thank you for all the cool memories out here, and I'm sure you'll be back very, very soon. Also, want to give a shout-out to all my peeps there at the Green Solution, 810 North College Road. Make sure you guys check out the Green Solution for all your cannabis needs. What up, Melissa? uh, This will be her last uh, week. want to give a shout-out to her as well. All right, folks, going down here on the toast, I want to bring up, going coming up next week, our guest, that's right, I mentioned it earlier in the, in the episode, it's going to be none other than Small Tire Racer, Bubba Phillips. Make sure you guys check it out. We're going to dive into a little bit of his career, find out what makes him tick, learn a little bit more about what he's got going on this season, and find out where you can find him at. So make sure you guys check us out next week. That's right, going down right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. It's going to be Bubba Phillips. Also, big news you need to know about here on the E's and B's. Going down this weekend, we've got the March Madness E's and B's giveaway. Make sure you guys check out the E's and B's YouTube page. Folks, we're trying to get as many subscribers on that thing so we can get you guys some more live action, especially for events like when we go to Dynamite there in May. If we could have as many subscribers as possible, we could go live right there at the event or wherever we're at. So help us out there on YouTube or check us out at easeandbees.org. Follow us on all the social media outlets there. It'll guide you to every single one of our pages, including our merch page where you can check us out on Public, where we have items from $5 all the way up to $35 and above. All the cool stuff. Make sure you guys go give us some love. Check us out. That's easeandbees.org. Make sure you guys click on that merch also, folks, going down this week, it's that time for this day in sports. 
1942 African-American players Jackie Robinson and Nate Moreland work out for the White Sox during spring training in Pasadena, California. Robinson is a Pasadena native and played baseball football at UCLA. Sox manager Jimmy Dykes is impressed with Robinson's ability, but club owner Charlie Kaminsky has no desire to break baseball's long-standing color barrier. Robinson will be drafted into the Army within a few months and becomes the first African-American player in the modern Major League history with the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1947. And that is this day in sports. Folks, if you're a race car driver, a wrestler, an athlete, or just someone out there playing, to, trying to promote yourself, get ass at E's and B's podcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air and let you promote yourself. That's E's and B's podcast at gmail.com. And yes, we do answer every email. All right, folks. Well, this would normally be the time where I turn it over to my lovely assistant who is not with me today. So for that, let's get into Lauren's notes. Obviously, Friday, March 18th, 2022. She's got noted here yesterday. As you all know, I hope you everybody out there had a safe and happy St. Patrick's Day. And uh, definitely, I'm sure there's some recovering bodies this morning maybe listening to this podcast right now. So t- today is Global Recycling Day and Sloppy Joe Day. Tomorrow, Corn Dog Day, Certified Nurses Day, soon to be my wife. Chocolate Caramel Day, National Quilting Day, and there's a special happy birthday to Bruce Willis and the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid. On Sunday, it's a day of happiness. That's right. Don't worry. Be happy. The E's and B's podcast is here to save your Friday. Also there on Sunday, it is Proposal Day. Make that proposal. Tis the time. Ravioli Day. Spring Knox Day. And Oral Health Day on Sunday. With that, let's get to it. That's right. Let's rip your city. Starting on off with number 10. A new one to the top 10. Welcome, Cincinnati, Ohio. Number nine, Indianapolis, Indiana. I can't do it no more. They lost. Number eight, Parker Heights, Texas. What up, Texas? Number seven is Columbus, Indiana. Thank you, Columbus. Number six, North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Thank you. Thank you, Dollar Family. Number five, Lima, Ohio. Number four, Bourbonius, Illinois. Thank you. Shout out to No Prep Felons. Number three, Germany. Number two is right here in my hometown, Fort Collins, Colorado. And that leaves it up to number one once again this week, Denver, Colorado, folks. Thank you so much for all the love out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. And like Lauren always says, leave that five-star review. We need them. We want them. Come on. We want to we read them out. We want to tweet you out. We want to give you some love. Give us some love. But with that said, folks, make sure you have a safe and happy weekend, enjoying all the March Madness. And until next week, you know the drill. Make sure you 